welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hi, guys. I'm actually really excited about this podcast episode today because I'm trying something a little bit different. So lately over on Instagram, I've been having a lot of fun doing like question boxes and having you guys ask me anything. Um, It just takes one of like you guys know my biggest thing with business is I want it to feel as easy as possible. And the way we do that is by removing any excess energy. We're using places we don't need to use energy, right? So when I'm thinking about like my podcast, the thing that's the hardest isn't me sitting down and like talking. (laughs) I could freaking talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, But the hardest thing for me, not the hardest, but just something that requires energy is like thinking about, okay, what should we talk about on the podcast today? Um, I mean, it's so funny because when I first created my podcast, I was like intentional about like 10 steps to do this. Uh, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. And I filmed 10 episodes and I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot think of like any more than like 10 ideas that are this formalized. So I actually ended up deleting all of those episodes and relaunching my podcast. And still sometimes I'll have like 10 steps to your best year ever or something. I'll have something catchy like that. But normally it's just kind of like a flow of consciousness and it's whatever comes up and whatever thought I've had, whatever breakthrough I've had during the week, I share that. Um, But as I'm trying to be more consistent because I like showing up in this space, I realized a really fun way I could do that is ask you guys where you're needing support. Ask you guys what your questions are. Uh, And the reason this idea like actually happened is because I had done an ask me anything box and there were some really good questions in there, but I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't explain this on just like text. It feels, it felt too hard. And I was like, I wish I could just do it on audio. And then I was like, I could just do it on audio. My, my friend P her podcast, she does this a lot. So it's not like I invented the idea, but I'm really excited to steal the idea because I think this is going to be fun. So before we dive into that, I want to tell you a little bit about my retreat. So applications are officially open for the CEO slumber party that's happening in January, uh, the 11th through 15th in Orlando, Florida. I am so excited about this, guys. I've been working all weekend, like finalizing the agenda. So the places we're going to eat, um, the food we're going to be doing, the workshops that we're doing, what days we're going to be going to Disneyland. Um, just just, just kind of like the nitty gritty of it all. And finalizing these details on this has made me like, I've already, how many times can I say excited before getting on your nerves? That's rhetorical. Cause it, probably the answer is like three and I say it maybe 500, but it's really like, it, it's maybe not even excited. It's just like this, this feeling of power of the amount of transformation that I'm going to see of the women who come into this container. I talk a lot about being anti-strategy, but then as I was sitting down and laying out this agenda, I was like, I actually am probably more pro-strategy than a lot of the people in kind of like the self-help business space right now who are kind of straddling spirituality. And I'm kind of like straddling spirituality and like business coaching. Um, And a lot of people, when you come to a retreat, it's going to be a lot of fluff, which is beautiful and awesome and fun. But I actually am like not a fluffy person. I want to know what I can do. And I want to know how I can take action. I've actually just been, I don't remember if I talked about this on my other podcast, but I've started therapy and it's been incredible. And up until this point, I was kind of, I don't want to say anti-therapy, 
for me, I thought therapy wasn't the way I thought coaching was, was how I would like grow and deal with emotional things and whatever. But I just hadn't found the right therapist yet. And my new therapist, he's really awesome about like, he doesn't coddle me. He doesn't, it's, it's very, um, action based. Like I feel like I end every single session with actual tools I can use in my life. And that's the thing about the retreat, right? That's my intention with these workshops that we're doing is not only are we going to be doing the things, doing the transforming, doing the deep diving, the journaling, laying out your business, looking at what's working, what's not working. You're going to be equipped with the tools when you get home to then use these to expand the rest of the year, the rest of your life. Like I am confident the tools you are going to learn, you learn in this retreat, use during this retreat, you're going to bring them with you for your entire life. And it's going to help you shift into whatever you're wanting to create. It's going to help you know like what those action steps are as you're working to create it. So I need to like stop. I need to figure out how to talk about like, I actually am pro strategy. <laughs> I'm like very action oriented um, while at the same time being very like, um, Trust has been such a big part of my journey. And so I it hasn't just been action. And so I feel like what we're going to do, I mean, I know what we're going to do in this retreat because now I've laid out all the workshops, exactly how they're going to go, is we're going to learn how to like hop back and forth from taking the action. A lot of times we talk about, and I have a whole episode about this, that you should surrender the how. But as business owners, we actually need to know the how. We actually need to know the how and how we're going to create it. And so how you can surrender, but also still be showing up, taking the action and knowing the how. I want you to leave this five-day retreat knowing exactly how you're going to build your business, exactly how you're going to take it to the next level, because you actually can know that. You actually can know that. We're going to leave space for the most unexpected, magical, amazing things to come, But your next, next level, you can actually plan how you're going to get to that space. We saw over the weekend, me, Morgan, or me, Lexi, and Cammie saw um, the new movie King Richard that's about like Serena and Venus Williams and their, their dad and the way they like grew up and whatever. It was so inspiring. It was maybe the most inspiring movie I've seen in a long time. I can't say ever, (laughs) but it was like really, really good. And it was just the coolest thing. So the biggest thing that he would always say is if, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I, I was like kind of thinking about that for a second because I feel like so often we just hear that you're just supposed to flow with it and surrender and you know the step that'll come up. A lot of my business success, a lot of my clients' business success has come because they've planned. And so anyways, in the CEO slumber party, we are going to be embodying the spiritual side of things, the surrender side of things, the trust side of things, as well as learning what those actual steps are to grow, as well as having those conversations around what's working in your business. What are we going to change? How are we going to start making you more money immediately, right? There's so many people who came to my past two retreats that I've done that literally the, the next month in their business was their biggest, most psychotic month ever because you're going to leave knowing the steps to take to create that immediately, immediately create that. Um, Another thing I was thinking about this week, I was reading a book, a new book I got, and there were some really cute things in it. But lately when I've been reading books, 
it's I literally want to read them with a permanent marker to just like x out what I don't believe <laughs> I think maybe I'm just becoming so certain in the way that things work energetically in the way things work for me that I read stuff and I'm like not true not true for me <laughs> and then I felt really hesitant to like to say something was good because I'm like, I don't want you to read this and think it's the truth. But anyways, I was reading this book and it was talking a lot about patience. And I understand that there, there is an element of patience, of knowing that it's coming, of not even feeling anxious about it coming because you know it's there, right? But then I also think there's this idea that like patience is such a big way to cop out. Patience is such a big way to cop out of your reality creation and be like, I'm just waiting for it to come. When in the reality, it, when in your reality, the universe is telling you what your next step is and you're saying you're being patient, but you're actually not. You're actually afraid to take that next step and you're calling it patience. And so anyways, that's not my, I, I don't want you to leave the retreat feeling like I just got to be patient and then my business is going to get to the next level surety certainty and trusting that it's coming is such a different energy than patience and I've never once had an energy of patience in my business um I've had certainty and the certainty and the acceptance of what the reality is now has helped me leap to that next level but it never was a place of I just got to be patient and then it's gonna come I think that's the most settling energy ever and maybe that helps you but I would bet that it's actually not helping you and it's actually holding you back um Man, I didn't know I was going to rant for so long at the beginning of this episode, but I want to say one more thing. I see a lot of people, they are settling because they think building their business to the level they want it to be is going to be hard. It's going to be a stretch. It's going to be a struggle. If you find yourself saying, oh, I just need to, I, it's okay. Like I, I can just wait. I'll just wait till next year to build my business. This is stressing me out too much. I want you to step back and say, no, my desires, my desires are possible and they're not possible. It doesn't mean I have to hustle to get there. It doesn't mean I need to build my business the way everybody else has built their business to get there. Your desires are here. They're ready for you to accept them. That means it's not going to be hard. And I, I just, I go back and forth because I think sometimes we think hard that if I say something's not going to be hard, it's not going to require work, but it's exactly what I was saying. When I think about making my business easier, I'm more focusing on like, where am I spending energy that I don't need to be spending energy on? I mean, today I'm probably going to have worked three hours. It's a long day for me. When I think about growing my business, I don't think about, oh, I'm going to have to hustle so much. And if I thought that I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it if I thought that me growing my business means I need to work more. And so if you're in this energy of like, I'm just trying to be patient, I know it's going to come. I want you to ask yourself, what are the next steps that you're being asked to do? And how can you make those easier for you? How can you make those feel like flow? How can you remove the pressure from those ideas? How can you remove the expectation to have those ideas like immediately succeed? That's where I think we need to kind of like there's so there's so many nuances to and it's so hard to like sit here and talk and give advice for like thousands of business owners because every single business is different you could model your entire business after me and you would still have a completely different business than me and so 
when I say this, you have to take it into your heart and be like, how does this feel for me? How does this, how does this feel for me in my business? Um, but as far as patience goes, it's doing the things with certainty, knowing it's going to work for you and knowing that that might not reflect back immediately, but not using patience as an excuse to not take action because the action Listening to your intuition, trusting yourself, trusting your ideas, trusting your desires, that's where your magic is. Okay, if you're wondering if the CEO slumber party is the right fit for you, that was like a long, a, a long um, talk about the CEO slumber party, but also turned into like a mini podcast episode. If you're wondering if it's right for you, message me. I will let you know. Um, of course, a really big important thing to me here is like curating the energy of everybody who's going to help each other expand. And so first of all, I want to make sure it makes sense for you to invest in something like this. I know it's a really high investment. Um, we have extended payment plan options available. So just message me and we can chat about it. Um, but I want to make sure that investment makes sense for you and your business. I want to make sure that you're going to... Um, like that you're just going to get the most out of it and that everybody else who comes is going to get the most out of it. So I'm excited to see who comes. We already have some of the most incredible people coming. Um, I've thought before about sharing the people who come, but I actually am kind of, I feel like I get a little bit protective over my retreat attendees <laughs> because I like, I just want you to come because it, it makes sense for you. I don't want you to come because this person's coming or whatever. Um, I want you to come because you're like, maybe you're scared Maybe you're having fear come up, but you can feel in your heart that that's where you're supposed to be, that that's where you're going to have this transformation. It's about you. Yeah, you're going to meet a group of amazing people, but it's also about you and it's about the transformations you're ready to experience and the energy you're going to bring to the group. So it's an amazing group. Um, we still have spots open. I am excited to see who applies. Message me if you have any questions. Okay. Let's get into the into the questions that you guys submitted. So I have a lot here. I don't know how many I'm going to get through. We'll see. Let's, let's get into it. Okay, so first question. How do you know the difference between good, better, and best? Here's the thing. Your good, better, and best is going to look completely different than my good, better, and best. And your good, better, and best might change in the moment. Where I think the belief that you're having underneath of this question is, is a fear of failure. And it's a fear of choosing good instead of best and missing out on best. You get to decide what your good, better, and best is. You literally get to decide. You get to decide if it works. You get to decide if it doesn't work. And you get to decide your attitude around failure. And so if you come into a situation that's good, you get to choose to jump to best if you want to. The only way you're going to know the difference between your good, better, and best is by trying them. And the only way you're going to move through things quickly trying them is if you can remove your fear of failure and remove any shame you have around quote unquote failure, around it not working as you thought it would. Um, but again, you get to decide. I can't tell you how many launches I've had that people would like that I maybe in the moment felt like it was a failure. It didn't work as I wanted it to. But then I decided that it was going to be my best. I decided that this thing I was launching was going to be my best. And so then I showed up for the thing and I kept putting effort towards the thing and I kept taking that messy action towards the thing. So you get to decide. You get to decide what your good, better, and best is. Okay, I feel like that's a good question. Um, all of these are good questions. That's why I was like so excited to record this episode. 
Okay, feeling like I'm digressing and had my first launch with no sales. What do I do? There's so many things that I want to talk about with this one. You're never digressing. Ever. You're always making progress. You're always learning. Even if it feels like you're in a slump. Even if it feels like you're not wanting to show up as much as you need to. Trust that in your rest, you are still moving forward. I mean, time isn't real. You know, that's my favorite thing to talk about. Time isn't real. But on this linear existence, on this timeline, you are literally always moving forward. Even if you just sat in your bed for a year, you would still be moving forward. And so I would remove this like capitalistic pressure of feeling like every single launch, it has to be better than the last and da da da. And if you're not, you're digressing. And just ask yourself, like, what do you need right now? What do you need Why, what's going on? What's this energy of feeling like I'm digressing? And just kind of question it. Be curious about it. Instead of feeling shame about whatever the energy is you're experiencing, just kind of approach it with curiosity about like, what do you need me to know? Do you need me to take a break? Do you need me to, you know, whatever it is, that's going to be different for you, whatever comes up around that. Um, That's the first thing that I would say. Second thing that I would say, it is an insane business model to think you're going to sell out or have an insane drop every single time you drop something that is the type of pressure I would never wish on my worst enemy like it's just an insane hamster wheel to try to keep beating your last launch right and so I think with this with this um way of running a business of having launches it's it's super awesome and if that's how you feel called to do it that's how I do it I do a launch-based business model and so I I launch things, sell through them, and then launch the next thing. Um, But with this, you have to understand that sometimes a launch will require you to sell, right? And so maybe I don't know your exact business. I don't even know. I don't even have your guys' usernames by these questions. So I'm not even like thinking of an exact business in particular. I don't know what your business is. But maybe in the past you've had stuff fly off the shelves when you did a launch just because you have to talk about your products or services more with a launch doesn't mean that it's a wrong launch it everything that you're doing is serving you right that's a really big belief that's important to like integrate everything that happens in your life is serving you and so maybe by you showing up and talking about these products more your customer base is gonna then feel even more connected to you because they're seeing more of you and so I would remove any story around a quote-unquote like not successful launch and just understand that it means you're gonna have to show up and kind of try some new marketing techniques with it again getting curious about it instead of making it mean anything about you about your business about your energy just getting curious about about what happened and kind of treating it like a video game it's like okay well let's see let's see if I do this is it gonna sell something checking in with yourself and saying okay what's my next step What does it feel like I should do here? Not your anxious self. I did a post about this on Instagram. Not yourself who's going, our business is failing. We didn't sell anything. I knew this was too good to be true. Your higher self who knows it all works out in the end to say, okay, what should I do? Maybe she says, okay, take a break. Then come back to it the next day and make a reel. You'll be surprised. Your higher self knows how to market. 
your higher self has like so many years experience marketing because think she's done all the things you want to do and so it will be an idea like you should create a reel you should do this you should reach out to this person you should buy this course like whatever it is those ideas that are coming from a place of like calmness and from the energy that you're wanting to create more of in your business those are your steps those are literally your steps Okay, best tip for energy in non-sacral. So if you know anything about human design, a non-sacral type would be a reflector, a projector, or a manifester. Um, So if you're any of those types and you know you've looked it up, if you know nothing about human design, send me a message. I'll send you the link to pull your chart. You can just go to my human design... Go to my human design on Instagram and you can find like where to pull a chart there and everything. Anyways, non-energy types... So non-energy types, they don't have a consistent source of energy within them. Whereas the other types, generators, manifesting generators have that consistent source of energy. What I would say about creating energy, don't let it become your story that you don't have energy. The times in my business that I was self-sabotaging the most is when I was buying into this idea that like I had to show up in a certain way, but I didn't have the energy to do it. And so then I thought I was just stuck at this crossroads of like, well, I can't build my business because I'm too tired and da da da. Here's the thing. I don't care if you have like consistent energy or not. I still only want you working like three hours a day. That's my goal is to have you only working a few hours a day on your business because your business isn't your life. Like Your life is your life. Your business is what can enhance your life and it's what can make you money so you can live a really good life. But my goal is to have you working like minimal hours a day. I don't care if you have energy or not. And so like I was saying earlier about just noticing those energy leaks, noticing where you're putting energy that you shouldn't, notice where you're overthinking decisions. And so what I would say, my biggest tip for um, non-sacral beings and just anyone, honestly, because energy is like, a resource that we want to expand instead of feeling like we're running out of it. Do kind of like a, a inventory of your energy spend, like how you're spending it in a day. And notice, okay, I feel really tired after I just did this thing. What did I do? Oh, I scrolled on Instagram for two hours. Okay, I feel really good after I do this thing. What did I do? Oh, I went to a movie, right? So it's gonna be stuff that makes sense for you or doesn't make sense for you. I feel like after I get out of a movie, I could work for five hours. It gives me the most amount of energy. Whereas I feel like after I scroll on Instagram for three hours, I can't work and I'm exhausted and I've been spending my brain my I've been spending my brain waves <laughs> my mind comparing myself or thinking about content when in reality it's like I don't want you wasting your time reinventing the will every single day that's a great way to get rid of energy right and so it's like noticing those places that you're using your energy and then starting to tweak things it doesn't have to be like an overnight shift but starting to tweak things and realizing Oh, I noticed that if I don't make my bed in the day, every single time I walk by, I think, oh, I should make my bed. Whereas if I just woke up and made my bed, those 10 times I walk in my room and think, oh, I should make my bed, I don't even have to have that thought anymore. Right? Do you see? It's, it's just like those little, little tweaks. So that and not making it your story, not making it your story that you don't have energy. I am a, like, I literally have zero energy centers um, defined in my chart. I am all in my head. Um, for those of you guys who know human design, and I've built a thriving business. 
So don't let it, don't let it be your story. You get to choose human design is here to support you. Astrology is here to support you. All of these different methods we created to support us, not to hold us back. It's just good to know that like, okay, maybe my energy will be a little bit more consistent. So I need to be especially, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conscious when I am doing things. Okay. Um, next question. Do you think everyone can have at least one authentic business in, in them? Absolutely. I could sing this from the rooftops. I literally, this person must not, um, have listened to my podcast. I don't know though how often I talk about this. I think about it all the time. I literally in my mind can picture everybody doing exactly what they love, exactly what they're good at and the world thriving. (laughs) like that's that's my reality that I'm working towards the problem is everyone's trying to create businesses based on other businesses that they've seen instead of trying to create their own thing I can't tell you how many people I see who are doing either like owning a boutique is a really popular one right now I'm not saying you can't do it anyone can own a boutique and be successful Um, or being a coach. I feel like coaching and owning a boutique are like the two things that people are being expanded in right now, which is amazing. And there is still, there's still plenty of room in the market. There's infinite room in the market that doesn't exist. There's not a market cap, but I see so many people doing this because they think it's the only way. And I'm literally, I want to yell at them, but I don't (laughs) mind my business, but like they'll have such an obvious other business they could be doing but they think it sounds like harder or it feels like it's further away or they're going to do that thing once they've made this thing work. I ha- I hear so many people saying, well, I'm working on this thing and once I make money doing this, then I'm going to be this. I'm like, girl, do the thing you actually want to do because that's where your magic lies. Maybe it feels harder that you can change the story around, but my most important thing when I'm coaching people in business and like the clients I work with, the clients I bring into my space, you've got to be really fucking good at what you do. Really fucking good at what you do. Um, my new favorite quote is that one, what would you do even if you knew you'd fail? Because as a business owner, you are going to fail. You are going to have failure after failure after failure. Every single business owner who I know has had failure after failure after failure. And so honestly, the question, and I I used to love this question, but it's like the question of what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? That doesn't apply. We actually can't keep asking that question because a lot of us would do anything to succeed. We we would do any job if if we were going to be good at it. That type of like passion, relentless passion and dedication to whatever it is that you're doing even if you're failing, that's the stuff that makes entrepreneurs. And so as you're thinking about creating a business, maybe you're doing a business right now and you're feeling called to something else. I want you just to think of like, what are you really fucking good at? That's what you need to focus creating a business around. I mean, I've been doing graphic design for 12 years now. Um, and it's, it's what I built my business around. Now I don't do it as much, but it was a very subtle shift of like, okay, starting doing freelance work and then starting to do coaching and then starting to do courses and then blending them both together and then just doing like it was, I took what I was really, really good at and then slowly started adding in these other things. And so 
a really big thing is looking at what you're already good at. You don't have to feel like you're like the best in the world at it, but you do. I don't want to say what you have to do, but I will. (laughs) This is my podcast, so I actually will. Um, I've noticed the people who are the most successful are over the top committed to being the best at what they do. Um, they're over the top committed to rising again and again and again, and not because they're putting this pressure on themselves to make more money, but because they want to get better at what they do. And it makes them happy just seeing the progress in them getting better at what they do. So again, that could be you're the best of the best at like picking out the coolest outfits and it just makes sense that you have a boutique or you're the best of the best at helping people through their problems and helping them reach the next level and it just makes sense that you're a coach or you could look at your situation and say you know what I actually think it would be like way better if I tried this completely new thing nobody's done it before nobody's done anything like this before but that makes it even a better option that makes it even something that like is juicier if nobody's done it before. So to answer the question, yes. But you also got to be really honest with yourself and really committed to what it is that you're doing. Okay. I think I'll do one more question. I'm starting to lose my voice. Morgan just got here. I wonder if you can hear her downstairs. She just got here for the first time, so the dogs are, like, freaking out. Um... favorite tool for getting out of fear mode this is a really good one that i feel like i'll just end with because i think this is a really good tool to bring into your life my favorite tool to get out of fear mode is coming back to the present moment and the way you do that is by feeling your body right so i'll just what i love to do is shake if i'm feeling fear i like shake out my hands literally like i'm like drying them off and i just imagine any sort of fear that i've picked up from anywhere leaving okay so I do that first and then I brush off my arms using the opposite arm I'll brush it off and then I put my hand on my heart and I just focus on my breath for a few breaths um and then the last thing I'll do is think of something that I really really love so a lot of times that's my dogs (laughs) I'll think of like my dogs or a really happy memory and just sit in that memory and then come back to taking action um fear is never telling you what way to go If you keep following fear, you'll head down a path with more and more fear. If you keep following love and passion and excitement and your intuition, you're going to head down a path with more of that. And so fear is a liar. It's it's just trying to protect you, but it's actually going to hold you back more than anything. And so just coming back to your body, coming to your breath, and then switching to love You might have to do it a couple times. You might have to retrain your brain. But that fear, when you look around and you feel that love and you realize, I'm safe right now. I'm totally safe right now. It's so much easier to tap out of that. You're not going to think your way out of fear. You're not going to be able to um, like do an exercise to write your way out of fear. You're just going to spiral more. Come back to who you are. Come back to who you are in that moment. Come back to something you love. Come back to your breath, your body. um, And I find you will shift out of that so easy. Okay. I love you. It was fun to do this. I might do another episode soon because I I literally think I only got maybe five questions, maybe not even that. <laughs> That's what happens when you guys ask really good questions. So hopefully I'll record one in the next couple of days. Um, I always have exciting things going on in my Instagram. So if you're listening to this live, there's something very exciting 
opening up in a few days. If you're listening to this not live, there's probably something really exciting opening up in a couple days. There's always something exciting coming. So um, if you have any questions, let me know. If you haven't yet, I would love to hear if this podcast was helpful over on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review. Um, And if it was... If there was any good tools you want to share with your friends, I would love if you screenshotted it, tagged us, and told me what was helpful about it. Okay, I love you and I'll talk to you later.